Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Sage PT Radio with your host, Bon and Josh. Josh is back. Hey, how is are we? This is not our test. We're going straight into straight it. Into straight it. into it. Wow. Yeah, I've got to get Times to it. Times have changed. Yep, they are. <laughs> um, how are we? I am well. How are you? Yeah, good. I bet you our listeners are happy to have you back. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe? Maybe so? Who knows? I think they are. Yeah. I think they've missed you. Ah, uh, that's very I don't think anyone yeah. listened to it when they heard it was just me. Oh, well, we had a few people listen, but not heaps. No, we never get heaps. No one shares the podcast. Maybe one day we're going to get heaps. Well, isn't that what they say? You're going to keep chipping away, chipping away. Yeah, 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. Well, we've got nine to go because it is nearly, is it our one year anniversary? Yeah, I think it's been gone. Yeah, oh, so romantic. Yeah. Um, so, this week, we thought we would talk about... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I thought you were going to continue that sentence. No. We're going to talk about measuring your success. Yes, and different ways in which we can measure your success and how looking at just one way of measurement is never a really healthy way to go about it. Yeah, so um, I did senior nationals on the weekend, um, as most of you know. We jumped in the car, drove to Canberra, um, and I got to compete with the with the rest of Australia. So when I normally compete, it's normally just in my age group, so 35 to 39-year-olds. Um, and then they do overall best lifter for everyone in different weight categories. Um, but this time, senior nationals is open to anyone who is of the age of anything to who just had a qualifying total to get in. So I think it was uh, 140 or maybe 135 to qualify to get in. Yeah, 130. Don't, yeah, don't quote me on that though. Could be wrong. Doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, so I had the best comp that I've had all year, but I didn't podium. No, so um, yeah, like if you were to look at it from a ranking or external driver of who who walks away with a medal or who gets the who gets to stand on the podium um then it was by that measurement the least successful comp you've had all year yeah yeah Um, but in saying that um if you look at the whole heap of the other more important drivers then it was by far your most successful Mm. comp it was, yeah, definitely most um, the most successful comp. And I tend to find when I podium and when I end up with best lifter, I don't feel like I've earned it. Like I haven't walked away from the comp feeling like, I've, like I'm successful. Yeah. But yet I have this. I remember when we were in Queensland and they called my name out and I'm like, oh, no, actually, no, I actually had a really bad comp. I didn't do anything exciting. But, yeah, I still walked away with it. So. Yeah. So it's around then, and it's hard because a lot of people external to sort of the the inner workings think that looking at the leaderboard or looking at what other people have lifted and going, well, you're ranked fourth, so you're an outside chance of a medal and that would be a really good comp. Or looking at what other people have done prior and then com- and comparing yourself to others is actually really sort of counterproductive. It doesn't actually... Yeah. It, it's fun to lead a board. It, it, it's an enjoyable way. It, it, it creates a, a element of sport and spectatorism to it that otherwise may not exist. Uh, but it's not productive in terms of 
having a good comp. We talked about a client that was uh, testing and they were too worried about the the number and therefore they lifted really poorly in comparison to how they've lifted last week, the week before that and the month yeah. before that because they were focusing on the wrong things. Yeah, and when we caught up with, uh, when we were bus- uh, where we go, Canberra, we caught up with the business coach that I worked with last year and he said the hardest part about weightlifting is keeping people um, engaged without them worrying about the numbers on the bar. Yeah. Worrying about the internal stuff as opposed to the external. Yeah, he, he said that his gym... Um, which is more more CrossFit than PT, but still very similar line to us. Is yeah, the, the their biggest struggle is that it may it might take twelve months for an intermediate to add five kilos to their total. So they're only adding two or three kilos to each lift. And how do I keep them in love with the process? Can be a really difficult yeah. thing. So it depends on how you measure. Is it the is it turning doubles into triples or is it turning singles into doubles or is it numbers on the platform? They're all different ways to measure, but none of them in their own right are the only measurement of success. Yeah, and it, it's funny because, you know, I received a few messages saying, oh, I'm really sorry you didn't medal, you did such a great job. And it's like, well, I don't care. Like, it wasn't about the medal for us. For me to get up to Canberra, A, I needed to qualify, and B, it was just to boost my Sinclair score. So I knew I was never going to get on the podium because I was up against Commonwealth Games and Olympians. <coughs> um, but the fact that I could boost my Sinclair score from the start of the year, that's what it was about. But then, you know, it's funny because other people look at it. And I remember talking to a client about Eurovision this year, and he's like, oh, you know, the ninth place, they're not very good. What a waste of time. It's like, well, actually, their wins for them could have been making top 10. Mate, yeah, or getting to the stage. Or... Yeah, yeah. So it's going back to what, what's important for you and what wins for you. Just because you haven't got the shiny new car or the, the latest gear or, you know, finding out what's important to you. Yeah. I mean, even with your trading like, on that same thing, like, I trade this morning because it's Tuesday and... Training wasn't great, but it was done. Yeah. And it wasn't the best session I've ever had. It wasn't the worst, but I showed up and I grumbled through it, which probably made it not the greatest session. Uh, but it's done. Yeah. And it's out of the way now. And yep. I've trained and t- the box is done and I'm a step closer. So that's a success. Is it the best session I wanted to have? No, nah, but it, it's a success because it's you done. You max out. <laughs> really hard to max out on okay. cable, wood chops and pet stick. But if I do max out on that, I will make sure you everyone You own that, that pet stick. You yeah. made it your bitch. <clears throat> Almost. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I guess that comes, what Bon said, speaking about success in terms of outside of the gym and outside of training and outside of competition, it's finding measurements on what that is and it's not probably going to be most people that are listening to this are aware that it won't be the number in your bank account that might have a that might have a short-term boost on your feeling of success but if there's a big number in the bank account that isn't a loan um then over time that will probably dwindle and if you're if you're continuing to grow that well good for you that is fantastic um but i'm sure that's not your only measure of success and if it is then that feels like it's a very 
into a one direction sort there's of so way. much more to life than having all the the items the items aren't gonna yeah it's not necessarily the items or the numbers or the yeah it's yeah. a it's a well-rounded across everything so yeah. i think that if you can take that focus into it then you'll be a little bit and then figure out what's important to you what's really important does it really matter that I, it doesn't matter to me that i need a medal to prove to others that i'm good at weightlifting yeah just because i didn't podium this time People, oh, she went to a comp and she didn't podium. She must be shit. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's, nice one. <laughs> that's going to be, a, yeah, that, that's probably our, um, yeah, there would be some really, um, probably not for, not for podcast ears responses, be, whether that's to their face or like, internally going, hmm, you can go and need, get. Do you need to go have a little lay down and talk about your childhood right now? <laughs> yeah, they've, they've probably got some other things going on. So. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. What's on in the gym this week? I think it's... Um, awesomeness. Awesomeness. Um, we have another um, session of book club as well this week. Ooh. That's on Saturday. That's I've just remembered. So I'm excited about that. Um, we're going to talk about a book that you found. I love um, it. Atomic Habits. Don't tell everyone. That's all right. But we will, maybe we don't, can take a couple... Of t- don't worry, I'm sure people listen. <clears throat> yeah. And um, they're probably in the book club anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Or they'll listen in three months' I've time. Read, have they not been reading it? Have they? they the, they've read it and they've you're read talking, it. talking about, about it. it. Okay. Is this the last one for the year? No, there's one more after that. Ooh. So, yeah, that might have just thrown our plans for Saturday in a disarray. Um, but that's all right. Josh, there's people listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where success is to get through to Saturday <laughs> and then worry about Saturday. All right, guys. Thank you for having us in your ears. Yes, and we'll see you next week. Or and remember, we'll not to, see you, we'll, but... we will talk to you. And welcome back. I missed you last week. <laughs> I know you did. All right, Bye. remember, be brave, be wise, be kind. Yeah. Bye.